This is... It's my show. But not my show. What's up, world changer? Good to have you on our show. This is my show, but not my show. With my mentor, I myself, Luanda, from South Africa. We are in Johannesburg right now as I'm speaking. I'm giving it up to my man, John. What's up, overcomer? Uh, it's good to have you on our show. We believe that you guys are overcomers. And yeah, that's why we want to get you to that point where nothing becomes a challenge for you anymore. And with the strength of God in you, um, nothing's nothing's a... An impossible task uh, when you set your eyes on him. This is your home, a place to be. This is not my show, but my show where you get inspired, you know, where you, you, you find the shelter. It's like, you know those moments where it's so hot because sometimes in our nation, I mean, South Africa, it can actually get, I mean, hot. And, and John is like white in complexion to a point where John just becomes red. You see what I'm saying? I only get to that point where um i'm jogging or i'm exercising and now you see my skin is just the color of my skin is just turning red john when it's hot is the other way you know am but, i right <laughs> when it's hot what i become i become whiter you become more red so more red you're we're just gonna see your blood popping out of your face no no i become more brown i'm like are you serious yeah, i'm like an avocado oh get darker Someone else, yeah. <laughs> Take avocado. Okay, that was funny, man. That was funny. Yeah, please don't forget to visit our website www.activefm.co.za, our Facebook page forward slash at activefm triple seven, and also our Instagram page at activefm triple seven, our Twitter at activefm. Again, this is your show. This is not my show, but my show. You know, we're so excited about the Word of God. We encourage people to go more deeper in the word of god and to know when it was written who's the author of of the book that you know wrote the book this is your home just to you know we keep emphasizing that because you know this is where people really find shelter we speak about the shelter of of people's souls the word of god it, it really gets people up it really gets people to a point where they know who god created them to be and how much you know god loves them and i always say this um there are many gods there are many gods and especially now we're going to read uh we're going to be focusing on the book of judges and um the whole thing we call it distance because you know people actually distance themselves from from god but one thing that you actually learn about in that book it's um the word of god it's it's, it's how people actually found shelter in the word of god how god actually inspired people and there are so many great warriors, I mean, in the Bible. I mean, a guy like Samson, he comes from the Bible, from the book of Judges. We read about him in the book of Judges. We read about uh, Samson, uh, 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 Gideon. We read about uh, many guys that are there. So we're going to be talking about those guys uh, in this show right now. John is going to break down everything for you. Okay, so the book of Judges is, a, is an extremely violent book. And it's, a, it's an excellent example of how... Um, even today's time, how if you get if you if you have distance from God, um, these are basically the consequences. And um, if you look the beginning, the very beginning of the of the of Judges, the first portion is basically Judah going in and destroying a bunch of uh, of Canaanites. There's uh, you have uh, um, a Bezek, uh, Adoni Bezek, and so it continues on like that. There's there's Judah and there's a couple of other heroes that continue 
um, just driving the Canaanites out and, and there are multiple battles that are fought and then won. So that's the good part. That's, that's I guess, the, the best part of that. But then it comes to a halt when um, Israel falls into a cycle that is like a, a downward spiral. And uh, the cycle is basically Israel worships God, the, um, they, they, they obey God, and then they, they receive like peace. Now, that's where, that's where we end off the, the previous um, section. Now, what happens is that Israel, they begin to worship other gods, and that's the beginning of their of the downfall in the cycle. And so they worship other gods, and then um, they, they, they get sold into, by, into slavery by another nation, um, depending on on um, on their their circumstance, obviously at the time, so they get sold into into slavery. They become slaves of the Canaanites, and uh, God allows them allows that to happen because now they're no longer His. And uh, from there, then then Israel repents. Then God raises up a hero. Now these heroes in this book are called judges. That's the meaning of of this book. It's the judges, and judges not like the little term of like a liberal politician who judges um, moral right and wrong, but they 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 stand up as um, as uh, defenders for Israel, who's going to deliver them out out of the hands of these uh, these enemies. Now the thing is, just a disclaimer as well: these judges that that God raises up. Um, God might not even entirely agree with anything that they believe in because um, it does say in the Bible that m- multiple times God's, st- um, God's spirit strengthened them in order to accomplish what it is that they, that they had to do. But um, in no way was he, was he in agreement with, with them. For example, Samson, um, Samson who, he, I mean, the whole way that he, he organized himself, he, um, he was extremely... He was in is an infidel basically. He was uh, he was um, he committed tons of uh, adultery. Yeah, no, it was every single judge they have their own issues. Gideon, for example, Gideon he he was weak in the, initially, but then as he began to trust in in God, he um, was able to defeat three hundred men um, simply with like clay pots and uh, and musical instruments. I mean that there was he was capable of of doing that by the power of God, but now. He was a very ill-tempered, so he actually killed a bunch of Israelites for not helping him um, when he went into um, into battle. So that there is now him disobeying, and then again, um, Israel now worshiping. Now, when he died, um, Gideon, the Israel then started worshiping uh, another uh, golden calf that was created from the gold that um, Gideon had initially won from the battles that he fought. So, like, if you look at that, this this cycle, this vicious cycle, that is basically what the book of Judges is about. It's the the rise and fall of um, of Israel through this through this cycle of repetition, and um, it's it, it's it's very very interesting to me as I was reading this book. Um, with every single judge that came about, it's it's basically God giving humanity many turns, many chances, many. Um, many opportunities to repent and look back at him and um yeah ultimately it ends in a in a in a uh in a really in a, in a bloodbath and um, sexual morality at, uh, at the the last two chapters of the book but um something that i wanted to focus on is that even in christianity today people they they they're going to sin and um when you're going to sin it makes you distant from god you almost have the you're almost incapable of 
of sensing God's spirit, of, of noticing that he, as if he even exists. And there was a, a certain, there was a certain um, judge in, in the book of Judges. His name is uh, Shammah. And he, he actually was so far from, from God's presence that he wanted to sacrifice his daughter uh, um, as an offering for, to ensure that he wins the battle. Uh, against the, the Canaanites, and uh, it just shows you how how far Israel had fallen from from God. And uh, it, now, for us here as Christians, we often ask the question, "Where is God? Why does He feel so far from me?" It's as if almost as if He doesn't exist. And then I just would like to just go forward when Jesus, even Jesus Himself, who who is the Son of God, He was on the cross. And he probably was the closest to God than any of us will ever be. And he looked up to the to the to the heavens and said, "Eli, lema lema sabachthani," which means, "God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" So at that moment, Jesus Christ Himself was was looking for God. Where is God? And um, it was because the Spirit had, had left him, the Holy Spirit, and that was because he was rejected by God. So. The thing is, is that when 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 you come into contact with sin, it's as if God isn't even there, and um, it's a, it becomes a difficult thing for us as Christians to explain to atheists because it's uh, it's the way that God works, but um, it's 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 ultimately the, the 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 truth of the matter. It's that you have to actually go in with faith and, and believe that He's there. And then you'll experience him and you'll never turn back. Thank you, John, for that. That was um, that was good. Um, the book is, <laughs> you know, when I look at the book, uh, it, it's like the book of Acts. Just the book of Acts of it is more about the disciples going out there and you, you have these big warriors in terms of prayer, in terms of uh, preaching the gospel. Uh, more of the disciples and Paul himself and obviously other people like um, uh, Stephanie you have um, Barnabas so people like that here we we're seeing for me pe people that actually stand out for me in this book it's it's actually three warriors um, you have your Gideon and then you have your Jephthah and then you also have your uh, uh, Samson. So those, those are the guys. But, you know, they do crazy stuff. <laughs> the way God actually saved, you know, the, 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 the Israelites through them, it was, it was very amazing. Yeah. Now, you know, talking about the, the whole nation, the, the nation was just up and down, in sin and out of sin. But God was actually helping them. And it, it's amazing when you look at the life of, of Gideon, God will actually raise, it, it doesn't start with Gideon, but it actually shows you that God will raise this man uh, uh, and the nation will be delivered. I mean, it, it was amazing. With, within just a short of space, God will just deliver a nation when they were so poor and they, they were doing wrong things. But God, when they cry out to God within a month, Guess what? Yes, there was stuff that they had now. God will deliver them, but they, they also had to work on their characters and all that. So for 40 years, they will be free. And guess what happens? They go back to their idols because that person that 
it was like God would hold the whole nation through one person. So when that person goes away, uh, that person passes away, now the whole nation is back to what to sin again. But God just keep, you know, doing the same thing, doing the same thing. And um, the story, that's, that's interesting. So Gideon, they gave him a different name, but I'm just going to use Gideon. So Gideon was the poorest person, <laughs> if I can say that. Because when the angel of the Lord comes to him and he says, you know what, I mean, look at my tribe, look at, at, at my tribe, I mean, the clan that I am in, it's actually the lowest, you know, tribe. You see what I'm saying? Out of all the tribes, the poorest, and I'm also the, the, the least, I mean, in my family. But it's amazing how God can actually raise the guy from poverty, from, from being the last to now lead the nation. He was like the lowest person, but at the same time, God was able to raise the lowest person into uh, 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 the first person, the leader of all uh, 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 his tribe, delivering Israel from the, the, the opposition, the Midianites. So God can do, one of the things I actually realized is that, you know what? The moment our nation can turn to God, God can do the same thing. And when there's true repentance and people, they actually cry out for God, God really does answer. And God does miracles. And it's amazing because this is the part that, that hit me so hard was, was when I was reading the Bible and about Gideon. So what happened was that now God actually, the Bible says in that night, <laughs> in that night, God told uh, uh, Gideon to actually go and destroy his father's uh, a Baal. And he had to use this, uh, the second uh, calf in the, in the kraal. He had to take one of the second uh, 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 ox. And uh, what he had to do with that was he had to destroy the Baal and he had to sacrifice the ox and he had to use the same material that was used to to to, to build a ball to build an a, 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 an altar to god so when people they woke up and then they saw what happened <laughs> and then they started searching i mean who did this and it's amazing what happened there is that they found out that it was gideon so they wanted to kill gideon but his father stood for him but one thing for me i love about that is that you had this father that built that allowed this ball to be to be built so that people can worship. And when God came into the sun, and God was like, you know what, okay, man, we're not gonna carry on this way. You know what, the first thing that you need to do, you need to destroy all the wrong things that your father has actually what, built. And then we're gonna start anew because you're bringing a new structure into what, into your family. And for me, that was amazing because it, it, it's really what we need. And, and that's what God does in our lives when we allow God to, to move in our lives. We have, I mean, so many bad things that our fathers have actually created in our family lines that have created in our lives, in, in, in our brothers and sisters. You see what I'm saying? That a divorce has become a norm. Why? Because our fathers, has, they actually const, uh, constructed life to, to, to have divorces a norm. I mean, to cheat on a wife it's a norm because our fathers live in that way. So they build that way as what is an example, as a model that we're supposed to do what to, to follow. So there are many things that it, they did. Like one of the things that we can actually get out of our nation is that most of the fathers, especially it's like our father's generation, 
it, it, they have this tendency of just they make a woman pregnant and they run away. They go to another one, they go to another one. So when you go to class and you ask, raise up your hand if you have, I mean, a father and you only get like three learners raising up their hands. And now what God is saying is that, you know what, Gideon, you need to rebuild. You need to rebuild the right thing. Destroy all the wrong things that your father has built and do what? Build the right thing. Be the man that's after God's, uh, that's after God's own heart. Be the man that takes responsibilities for what? For your family, for yourself. Bring glory of God into what? Into your nation. And that's what God is actually doing. That's what God wants to do in our lives. That you know what? You know, sometimes it's so easy for me to say, you know, John is coming to me like, uh, man, what's happening with you? You know, I, I mean, we... We're here in the same journey, but I mean, you keep struggling. I don't see any progress. I'm like, yo, man, I, I, I start I, 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 um, telling John, you know, man, ish, I'm in a bad situation. My dad never gave me those opportunities so that I can make it in life. And, and, and God is like, okay, Gideon, because of where you are, you can't blame your dad. I'm here. So what we're going to do, Gideon, is that we're going to destroy all that your dad did. Mm. And God is saying the same thing that I know what your father did, but that's on, that's not an excuse for you to not succeed because I'm here. I am the source of success. So we're going to destroy all the bad things that your dad did that make you not uh, succeed in life. Either they were worshiping ancestors or whatever it is, but we're going to destroy that and we're going to focus on who we're going to focus on me because I'm going to take you up. It doesn't matter if you're the last person in you in the whole nation, you're the poorest person, but God is able. And that's what we see God do. And guess what happened now? Gideon had a, a, a big family. He had 70 kids. Can you believe it? <laughs> Many wives. Uh, he had also a, a slave woman. And he had a child with a slave woman, and that child was Abimelech. I hope I'm pronouncing the right uh, uh, his name right. This guy was wicked. <laughs> this guy was wicked. He actually killed all the children of Gideon, and the only one, the youngest son, actually escaped. But he killed all of them. So this this is the guy that did something that's evil. You see, and that actually caused Ephraim caused to be destroyed. Ephraim was wiped out because of, 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 um, of him. Many uh, uh, tribes were wiped out because of this wrong attitude that was within this guy. And after that, what we see is uh, a Jephthah. So now if you don't know anything about Jephthah, Jephthah was, um, was uh, chased away by his brothers. So he had these like naughty guys that were following him. And what happened was Jephthah, I, I love that guy, I love that guy. Um, he did things accordingly. And he asked God, the biggest thing I think that we know him about is that Jephthah went to war and said to God, you know God, if you, you give me victory over these people, what I'm going to do, anything, the first thing that comes out of my house, out of the door, to meet me, I will sacrifice to you. So God gave him the victory, and you know what happened? The first thing that came out of the door was his daughter. So now he had to keep his word and sacrifice his daughter. And now we have the big guy called Samson. <laughs> Samson did some other stuff also. I mean, the way he allowed the he allowed a woman 
to rob him of his anointing. It's, it's, it's very serious. What is this in your life that's robbing you of your anointing in your life? What is this that's robbing you, that's uh, you doing, and it's opening a door for your enemies to destroy you? You see what I'm saying? But it, it, it doesn't matter, though he was in chains, though he was broken down, and he was, he, he was just in the midst of, I can say, his enemy in the territory of the enemy, and he was surrounded by his enemy, and I couldn't see, he was still down. But when he called upon the Lord, when he repented, God still answered. And that's the thing, doesn't matter what we have done, God is gracious, God is always waiting and, 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 and hoping that, you know, we're going to call upon him and, and he's searching for that heart that says, God, you know what, I need you, I need you in my life, I need you in my family, I don't want to carry on this way. Um, like you said, uh, Israel was taken down to the point of repentance because it just got so bad. And uh, even even in, um, in Christianity, uh, anybody who, who uh, refuses to obey, or refuses to 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 conform or like with with um not i don't want to say rules and regulations to obey god basically to to keep the moral standpoint someone who just has a rebellious attitude um it says in the bible that um, if, if they they rebel against three people within the church um ultimately they, they are left onto their own devices they are left for the world for satan mm. and that's exactly what happened here as well i mean um it's it's up to it's up to that to uh, temper us and to bring us uh, into a point of um, repentance. But I want to bring um, bringing us to a, uh, a verse that I found very interesting. Um, it says, and in those days, so this is, uh, this is Judges 17 verses 6. In those days, there was no king in Israel. There was no king in Israel. So there was no rulership. There was no authority. Mm. So the judge that was raised was not a king. He did not have any authority. He was a warrior to defend Israel. And uh, what was interesting is that there was no king raised during this time, even after the Israelites had won every single time. So every time, the, 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 and the reason why is because if you find, if you see as well in this book, uh, the Canaanites were not properly driven out. They just constantly stuck around. Mm. They never fully completed and finished the work which they were set out to do. And um, so it's like the same thing in our lives as well. What is, the, what is your Canaanite? What do you stick around mm. that keeps you there? Mm. Every time you, yeah. you, God gives you the power, you win the battle, you're standing on top, and you never become a king. You just have, you're just a warrior, just always fighting. Now, it's, it's good to, to be able to fight and win the battles, but eventually you need to win and take control. And now steer yourself towards God. Steer yourself towards becoming the, um, the, the nation we're meant to become. And, and I'm using ourselves as people, as, as the nation of Israel. Um, and even as nations as well. We, we, we need to get rid of the Canaanite in our lives. Anyway, so it said there was no king. And every man did what was right in his own eyes. So within a man he used his own perception to see and decided what was good to him to do now we look through a, through perception that is uh, that is um scathed with sin and uh, why i say scathed because sin is a, is a wound it's uh we we can't we, we can't we basically our eyes do not operate the way that they were meant to now the thing is is that if you know anything about satanism there's a guy named uh, Anton LaVey. He went to Egypt. Um, I'm not sure how many, I think it was, tw yes, it was 12 years ago. It was 12 years ago. Um, he went to Egypt in Giza. 
um, the and he went up to the top of the pyramid at the very at the very point, and he actually prayed to a a demon called Azaziel, and he asked the demon, "What what instructions should I give the people? What do you what 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 would you like me to tell them?" So the demon gave him one commandment: "Do as thy will. Do what you want to do." Mm. And that's exactly the concept and yeah. the the consequences in judge in judges where there's so much raping, pillaging, um, destruction, um, people who are so far from God, the suffering, the the battles, the self mutilation. Um, what I mean by self mutilation, a country against itself, and then ultimately judges ends into a civil war um, with itself. And uh, and when you look at that whole picture, the consequence of that is when people do as they will. Now, modern day Satanism is wanting us to go back to the days of judges, mm. and um, it's it's the same it's the same thing. It, it, it the devil knew of that time, he saw that time, and he wants it back. He wants us to go back there. So that's what we need to resist with all our might against it, um, giving um, giving into ourselves. The devil isn't isn't he is our enemy? Yes, but now we have salvation in Christ Jesus. So the current enemy is ourselves, is our the sin within us, and um, yeah. So I just wanted to 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 go into that revelation that I had while reading the book of Judges, and um, yeah, it's basically showing us like I think this this is um, an idea of the end times, and it also shows us as well the the way that history repeats itself, mm. because we 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 look at um, we look at in today's time and people are saying. No, look, look. We we now in technology. We post uh, modernism. Modernism, uh, Christianity is an old thing. It's, it's an old book. All that stuff. But um, literally, we're just re- repeating the mistakes that, that we what, what we did once. And now that um, all people are open to Christianity, we all have the responsibility to accept Jesus or not. And I call it a responsibility because we're all God's people now. There's no one that is exempt from receiving God. Um, yeah sad story was um when one of the of the men uh married this concubine for himself and um but she was not faithful so he went to 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 fetch her because she went to her parents house and the father-in-law uh in short just when they wanted to leave the father was like um no you can't go started serving them and it became late became late but there's a time where they decided that what we're doing we we're going but now they passed in one of the of the places and they were welcomed in one of the of their homes there by it's like an old man and what happened while they were enjoying themselves and it was like late and the men around from that um clan or village actually came and then they said you know give us the man that is a visitor so that we can rape him that's how this thing was was actually said mm. and the man said please don't touch the the owner of the house that welcome the the visitor said you know don't touch um uh, uh this man it's 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 very wrong for you to do that i will give you my uh my daughter and i will also give you my um i will give you his concubine so what happened, the man actually took out and, and, and gave them the concubine. So the whole night, this man actually raped her. And in the morning, when 
obviously they were gone. I mean, the, the woman was destroyed. And when the man was like, get up, let's go. She was finished. You see, she was dead. But, and what happened was that they actually chopped her and then sent each piece of her into 12 pieces. And then they sent each piece to one of the tribes to actually show the tribes the evil that's taking place. You see what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah, it's, it's very sad. It's a, it's a sad story. And we live, the biggest thing for me, it's even if you, if you look at uh, Abimelech, how the whole like nation started fighting with, it, with its own self. Like you had the army, you had people fighting against the army and the leader. And you actually see what, what's happening in our nations. You look at Zimbabwe, you look at South Africa, how people within the nation, there's just... It's, now it's not, it's not even a nation fighting against another nation. But it's just these problems within the nation. People are fighting within the nation. But at the same time, sometimes they used to fight with other nations. But it's like a norm. You read in the book, yes, there are evil things. I mean, but in this time that we're living in, there are still more evil things. Like if you think about the whole thing about coronavirus, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's, it's another thing, but it, it, it's like history repeating itself. You see what I'm saying? The Bible actually, it's like it just was showing, reflecting of what will also be happening in the future. You look at our time, you look at what used to happen in, the, in that time in the Bible, and we actually see exactly the same thing. But one thing that the Bible teaches us about is that when these people turn to God, God will save them. Yeah. And that's a hope that we have in our nation to say, you know, when we turn to God as a nation, to a point that God is able just to rule over a nation through one person. Imagine now the whole nation turning to God. You see what I'm saying? So that's, that's the most important thing. That's the hope that we have. It's actually God himself. As you said, people, they did in their own uh, 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 anything that seemed right in their own eyes. Mm. And that, that was the problem. Raping someone for them was not wrong. It was right in their own eyes. But it was very bad. It was very bad. And that's the thing to say, you know, what you going to do? What change you going to cause? What change you going to bring? What impact you going to bring? How you going to influence people? Are you just going to be like the rest and, and, and allow evil to take its place? And... Mm. Um, we given an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And um, we look at a person like Jephthah who was rejected. But now when they had to go to war, they went back to him. And they were like, you know, he was like to them, but you rejected me. Now you want me. And that's exactly what the Bible says about Jesus. That, you know, the, the one that they turn against. You see what I'm saying? But will be the one that they also look up to. Mm. And Jesus is actually that man that, you know, we need in our lives to help us. Because every day we, we, we're facing opponents. You see what I'm saying? Yes, you may say, but I don't see this in the physical world. But let me tell you, as much as there was war a long time ago, there's still war today. It's just spiritual. It's, yeah. it's a spiritual war, but it, it is in fact, it's even worse because now we're fighting giants. So maybe like, you know what, I, I, I want to make it. I want to make it in every area of my life. You can accept Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. This is your opportunity. You can pray this prayer. Say, dear Jesus, dear Jesus I accept you. I accept you. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Come Savior. Come live in me. Come live in me. Fill me. 
fill with me. Your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. I'm your child now. I'm your child now. Amen. 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 This is my show, but not my show. Don't forget again to visit our website, www.activefm.co.za, our Facebook page, forward slash at activefm777, our Instagram page at activefm777, our Twitter at activefm. Myself and John, for now, we are done. Amen. You're tuned into Active FM.